Hello and welcome to Money Life News and Views. I am Devashish Basu. It is the, that time of the year when predictions start coming out for what's going to happen in the next year, that's the coming year. That reminds me of an interesting story. This was late 2007, sometime in December 2007, almost probably 30th, 30th December or, or thereabouts. And we were discussing the prospects of 2008. And I was listening to a big shot of a very large, probably the largest industrial house at that time, uh, about the prospects of next year. Now, his view was extraordinarily bullish. With a ringside view of economic trends, the flow of funds and business sentiment, he was very positive about 2008, knowing absolutely for sure that tens of billions of dollars was about, were about to flow into Indian infrastructure, real estate and other sectors especially from the Gulf countries, since oil prices had been very high and petrodollars were looking for an investment destination. India was one of the most attractive places on earth. This corporate honcho was honestly sharing what he was witnessing from very close quarters. We know what happened next. By the third week of January, a global market decline was underway but that was just the trailer. Throughout 2008, one crisis after another hit the US and the rest of the world and morphed into what is now known as global financial crisis that affected all markets and economies around the world. A couple of countries literally went bankrupt. Indian indices were down almost 60% for the year, recording one of the biggest crashes in living memory. The episode assumes significance because once again we have strategists, fund managers, sundry opinion makers all pulling out the crystal ball and gaze into the future about what's going to happen now. My real life anecdote and innumerable other forecasts similar to these prove that this yearly ritual is a farce. Every year major Wall Street institutions put out the year-end target for S&P 500 index. Last year, Wells Fargo set a target of 5,200, Goldman Sachs 5,100, and JP Morgan 50-50, 5,050. Yes, they heard together even while forecasting. The index closed at around 3839. The apologists will say, who would have thought that Russia would invade Ukraine? Well, that's precisely the point. The crystal ball can never anticipate big events that move the market, impact economies and countries. And yet, we have an insatiable appetite to lap up forecasts. Now, there's a bigger point here. The outcome of such forecasts is worse than a toss of coin. You won't even get it half, uh, right half the time. And this is not because of merely unknown causes or unanticipated global factors such as the invasion of Ukraine which happened a few weeks after Wall Street strategies came out with the forecasts. But what really makes a mess of forecasts is a second reason, the effect of an impact of the unanticipated events. Now Mark, this is a very important point. The fact is that even if we anticipate such major happenings, we can still be wrong in predicting their effect or outcome. This is difficult to understand because it's, it's very counterintuitive. 
take the case of 2022 itself. Imagine someone making, asking a market expert to predict the following events uh, as an effect on the Indian stock market. Russia invades Ukraine, oil prices shoot up, US kicks out Russia out of the global settlement system, freezes the assets of Russian billionaires, Russia stops supplying gas to Europe, Europe is on its knees, US inflation hits 8%, causing the Federal Reserve to hike interest rates from just 0.25% to 4.25% in just 9 months, and China bumbles very badly in controlling rapidly rising cases of COVID cases in their country. Rising inflation and escalating interest rates together act as a wet blanket on stocks, on, on economy, on businesses and stocks. The slowdown growth worldwide. Also, the conventional wisdom is that when the US is in trouble, that is when US sneezes, the emerging markets catch a cold. Imagine 8% inflation and 0.25 to 4.25 rise in interest rates. Emerging markets, anybody would have said, would be decimated. Logically, in this set of circumstances, everyone would have predicted a market crash like 2008 or probably worse. And yet, the Indian stock market went up last year, maybe just 4%, but it still went up. What about 2020? What if anyone had told you in March 2020 that a pandemic would suddenly bring the whole world to a standstill, leading to a severe global, uh, global lockdowns, high employment, business closures, migrant labor crisis, complete shutdown in travel and entertainment businesses, what would you have predicted for the year? Your forecast would have been uncontrolled rise in bad debts, severe contraction in profits, and a huge market crash. It didn't happen. Not only did nobody anticipate the cause, that is the calamity or the pandemic, but once the cause was known, no one could anticipate the effect either. So you got it wrong twice. Here is another piece of evidence that we cannot predict the effects even if we know the cause. A study by David Cutler, James Poterba and Lawrence Summer, the fam famous Larry Summers, in March 1988 titled, What Moves Stock Prices? concluded that even if investors knew tomorrow's new news today, it would not be very useful. Yes, that's true. They studied, they analyzed the event, the, the, the events, the news, and the impact on the prices. And they found that big moves happen on no news days, days when there was no news at all to move the markets. And many times, no move happened at all on news days when it was supposed to impact the market a lot. It's surprising, but it's factual and it's based on data. Why are even experts so bad at predicting effects, not just causes? because economies and markets are not static systems following physical rules. Academics describe them as complex emerging adaptive systems. The impact of any major external event causes millions of people to react and interact in a chain-like process known as a feedback loop. The effects of such continuous interaction to ever-changing external factors are obviously impossible for a, a human mind or a set of human minds to grasp and predict. So the next time you come across an apology for a wrong forecast with, sent, with a sentence like, who would have predicted? Remember that even if we had predicted the cause, the forecast for the effect would have still been probably wrong. I hope you liked it. 
Thanks for watching. If you did like, please do subscribe and share. Thanks a lot.